You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining me on today's show, uh, which we will get started in a few minutes. But, you know, before we get the show started, you know what we have to do. We have to go through those social medias where we need you to hit us up on so we can grow our numbers for the show. And if you could uh, add any of these or go to any of these or, you know, do what you do on the social media to any of these, that would help us out very greatly. On the Gmail, if you want to reach us, talkingwrestling at gmail.com. On Facebook, we have a uh, Facebook page. Join us there on the old Facebook at Facebook Talkin' Wrestling. Also on the Instagram, Talkin' Wrestling Podcast at Instagram. That's that one. And on the Twitter at TNWPod. Uh, Join us there. And join us and love us and tweet us and Instagram us and all that facebook us you know do all that stuff also if you were listening to the show on itunes um please remember to rate review and subscribe if you give us a five-star rating and a favorable review well gosh darn it we will send you a postcard from the 80s of a wrestling personality from back then if you haven't received yours because you made a comment please hit us up at one of the social media things and we will find it and we'll get your address and we can send out your postcard because we sent you can't send a postcard to an email address um just doesn't work that well so uh with all that said what did you guys think of hell in the cell did you like it i thought it was pretty good i enjoyed it i would give it about a seven out of ten i thought the uh, first match with uh Orton and uh, Hardy was just brutal, and I loved it. At first, I was distracted by the red hell in the cell. I did not know if it was... I had trouble figuring out whether it was painted red or whether it was just the lighting making it look red. It was painted red, though, and uh, once I got past that, I enjoyed a... uh, a very good match uh, where there was more color added. Uh, there was blood in this match. Both guys were bleeding. Uh, just a very dangerous match. And the uh, with Randy Orton uh, going over uh, Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy looks uh, pretty banged up after this match, too. He might be gone for a while. Who knows about that? Uh, so that was a great match. I also loved Charlotte and Becky. I love everything that they're doing right now. Uh, Becky upsetting Charlotte for the win in a very good technical match. Great storytelling. And uh, Charlotte, of course, went to shake her hand at the end. And Becky's like, nope, not doing it. You're wrecking the moment. You know, you're trying to take my moment away. She backs off. And, um, yeah, this feud, I don't think I, I don't think this is going anywhere anytime soon. There were so many other matches. 
Uh, I just want to talk about the ones that I, that I liked rather than just the ones that I didn't like. I thought the AJ Styles match and uh, Smojo, I really enjoyed it. The finish I thought was uh, good. I liked it. The Kona clutch is supposed to hurt, so I understand AJ tapping out. But uh, it was a kind of a heelish thing to do if he tried to, if he tapped, like, you know, if AJ was aware on which side the referee was on and he taps on the other side, I just, I don't know if the intent was there from AJ to hide the tap. Um, however, he did tap and Samoa Joe should have won that title, but the ref was on the wrong side and uh, there's nothing they can do. The ref's decision is final. There's no instant replay in wrestling unless you're Hulk Hogan and Paul Orndorff and a cage match also so that was i joined that i enjoyed that match what else did i join the miz and marys against daniel bryan and and brie bella i thought that was great the main event though the braun Strowman versus uh, roman reigns uh it was okay but i was not happy with the finish of course there was a part where uh, miz or i mean where uh mcfoley counted three by mistake and then the announcers really covered up that he counted you know it was two and blah 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 they made you know they really stuck up for him on the uh commentary side but uh at one part of the commentary michael cole said that uh, one of the wrestlers was having trouble using the footholes in the cage and or something along the way. he he made reference to the fact that the footholes in the cage exist and uh this bothered me because look at the original Hell in the Cells did not have footholds. When Mick Foley and Undertaker climbed up to the top, they practically ripped their fingers off climbing that cage. It was not easy. It wasn't until after the first two, maybe three Hell in the Cells. I don't even know. It just seemed like it was the Hell in the Cell that Hunter was in where I was the first time I saw the footholds. And it really bothered me. I'm like, oh, look it. Like now they're, they're gimmicking the cage. To make it easier for them to climb up, you know, and the fact is, as I saw it, I recognized it, and then we don't talk about it. They've never made reference to the footholds before. If they have, please correct me, um, but I don't believe they have, and it just bothers me. Look, we know they're there, but we don't discuss it. <laughs> That's it. You just don't bring it up. You know, they're always telling us, oh, the hardest part of the mat is the outside corner, you know, but they're never saying, oh, the softest part of the mat is usually the center. You know, they never (laughs) do stuff like that. But anyways, with uh, that match, I just thought that the ending was just such a clusterfuck, uh, you know, with uh, all the guys coming down and getting involved with the shield being involved and and, um, McIntyre and Ziggler being involved and then. You know, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar comes down and just, uh, you know, rips half the cage, like rips the door right off the cage. Like, jeepers, man. This red cage sucks. Um, you know, but, uh, and it ends up with Brock Lesnar just destroying everybody. And you know what? I'm happy Brock is back. But, um, you know, I don't know. How long How long are the fans going to have to wait before the monster gets his belt around his waist? I don't know. But I just I just thought that when Roman and Braun were out and they were down during the fight, guys, when the guys were fighting up top, I really thought Mick Foley should have been doing a 10 count on whether they're going to get up. Because if the two guys are lying there, shouldn't they be counted out if they can't compete any longer? I don't know. 
I don't know the full rules to the hell in the cell, but I would think that the ref is in there to count the pin, but if they're both out, he should count 10 and rule the match, uh, you know, no contest or a draw or whatever. Anyways, that's how I felt about hell in the cell. I thought it was great. I still think the pay-per-view of the year so far is all in. I give this about a, a seven, whereas I give all in at about a nine. But, um, yeah, seven out of ten for this pay-per-view. Uh, enjoyable. And uh, I even enjoyed uh, Raw and everything and SmackDown the next couple nights after. However, it's time to get to the show. With that said, our guests today are uh, Stefan Brogren and uh, Michelle Shaughnessy. They were on, uh, I think, maybe my second or third episode before, and they're on today, and we're discussing the second season of Glow, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So right now, we'll throw to the studio where Casey is there with with Michelle and Stefan. Uh, Guys, take it away. All right, folks. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I'm Casey Corbin, and I'm here right now with my guests, uh, Michelle Shaughnessy and Stefan Brogan. Uh, you might remember them from uh, Talking Wrestling's. I believe it was the second episode <laughs> that we had, and uh, now they're back. Uh, Michelle is a stand-up comedian, and Stefan is a director and uh, actor and uh, of Degrassi fame. Uh, for those of you who don't know, and uh, I don't. I he, love, he was in a that's fair. video. He was in a Drake video. Well, we, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I was in a Drake video. I love that I don't have to explain to Americans what Degrassi is anymore. Well, I mean, we were always kind of popular with the, the next gen in the States. So uh, they know Degrassi that way. I mean, people like know the original Degrassi in the States if like you're from kind Bar- of. Like, you're from the East Coast because it was but on they PBS think there. that Drake was wheels because he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's understandable. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Because wheels and yeah, Jimmy and Drake and it's like it's a triangle. But it shouldn't be. Wheels is in the first generation. Yeah, Jimmy's in a wheelchair. So Jimmy's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying not to eat my penis into the mic. Your your peanuts. That's her favorite. That's her favorite joke. Peanuts. I bought more penis. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So anyway, would don't would you stop eating peanuts? (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So 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 yeah. Well yeah. So we there was a Drake video, and you are in the Drake video. Let's talk about that before we get into wrestling. Okay. I'm talk upset. About yeah, because yeah, I'm ups- uh, Yeah, I'm was, upset. I'm upset. I was in. Uh, How did that all go down? I was actually directing a show called Holly Hobby. That's for uh, Hulu in the states and uh, Family Channel in Canada, where it's uh, it's going to be coming out pretty soon. And and uh, we're actually shooting on the Degrassi lot. The show, all the using the studio there, mm-hmm. and the uh, the publicist for DHX texted me and his office was at the, is at the front of the studio and he's like in between takes can you get over here I need to talk to you right away right away so in between takes you know they're, they're, we're setting up for a new shot I run over to him I go what's going on what the hell's going on and as I'm there I can hear the voice of a really familiar voice I don't know who it is exactly and it turns out to be Shane Kippel and he's like who played Spinner on Degrassi mm-hmm. and he's like alright uh, Ian who's our publicist is like oh, I can't wait to talk to you again if this is for real I can't wait to talk to you he gets off the phone I'm like what the hell's going on and they're like so Drake's gonna do a video that takes place at Degrassi and he wants a whole bunch of you in it and he wants to see if you'd be willing to smoke weed with uh, Jay and Silent Bob and, ha- and uh, get, get, get some dances from some Houston strippers and I was like if this is real, then yes, I will. I'll, I'll do whatever he wants, sort of thing. And then uh, I was like, "This is awesome!" So, and I had to keep it like super secret. Went back to set and had to like not tell anyone. And then I didn't hear anything. 
and mm-hmm. it, you know they were going to be shooting in two weeks, and a week goes by, and I haven't heard anything, and then I'm I'm getting to that point where like I'm telling Michelle all the time, like I don't care, I don't care if I'm not in the Drake video. I mean, I just want to know. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if I'm not in it, but I. And then I just, like an hour later, you'd be like, oh, I don't think I'm going to be in the Drake video. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally had to call Ian and go, dude, I, I haven't got a call or anything. They were supposed to call the eight my agent and and uh, <laughs> ask if uh, if I wanted to do this right, and I haven't got an official call. And then like an hour later, I got an email and it was like, hey, this is from my, from my agent saying, uh, we just got a call from or Drake's people. Here's an email he sent. It's like, hey, Stefan, trying to get everybody together for this video. Are you up for it? It's a lot of fun stuff. Really cool director. And uh, yeah, so I, I showed up on set. It was like, going to be a three day shoot and mm-hmm. it was like worked out perfectly because it was on a weekend and I was shooting the, sh- the Holly Hobby show. The weekend was there too? The weekend was not there. <laughs> and I show up and it places... The studio was empty. And I was like, okay, I'm getting punked. This is a big punk. And there were no trucks or anything. And I'm like, this is weird. I mean, they're going to be shooting in like a couple hours, right? Yeah. And I find Ian. I go, what the hell's going on? And he's like, I'm not sure exactly. And I'm like, this sounds like messed up. Like there's something going on. And then two seconds later, in comes into Ian's office, Nina Dobrev, who played, uh, she's from The Vampire Diaries. Yes. She was also in Degrassi. Yeah. And she's like, what's going on and we give each other a big hug and she's like are we getting punked because <laughs> it just felt like why are we the only two here two minutes later kevin smith and jason Mew show up and we're all like okay what's going on exactly we find out that they're still shooting at the uh, acc for the part of the video where drake is on the the raptors court yeah waking up with some chick yeah and they're like six hours behind and so we're like oh, okay so now we know what's going on and about two hours later the trucks start rolling in at midnight, we had like champagne, and and Drake didn't even show up that day. He had to go record a track for Scorpion after he shot the stuff. Yeah, and so it was just all this stuff that we were doing. Like, you know, I have a little bit with Jay and Silent Bob where I'm buying weed off them, mm-hmm. and uh, we, so we did all that interstitial stuff on the first day, and shot between five in the afternoon till five in the morning, and then we did that for two more days with with Aubrey when he showed up, and and uh, it was like a freaking party. It was super fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. And and then, of course, it was dropped at, like, before, it, it was like, I was on Twitter, everything was normal, and then all of a sudden, I go back on Twitter an hour later, and Drake is trending worldwide, Yeah, and I'm upset's trending, and yeah. I was like, oh my god, the video's out. Yeah, and so, they happened really fast, man. Like, the turnover was insane. Yeah, you know? and the video w- was fantastic, because, you know, I think, uh, as far as Degrassi fans go, they, always, they often wonder, what is you know Aubrey's relationship with the rest of the cast does yeah. he even talk or is he or is yeah. just or is Drake a completely different person that doesn't talk to any of them like we people I, was, I can say we we is because uh, I'm a Degrassi uh, nut but yeah it's just like uh yeah I think it's very interesting to see and it's 10 years after the the show's been like they've all graduated yeah so it was nice to see it was it was amazing it was like it was really like watching that because also like you know I'm one of the teachers on the show so I've always been a little bit older than them now we're sort of like we're all adults now yeah you know they're in their 30s and they were just so like happy to see each other and so happy to see, i was so happy to see them Aubrey really wanted to make a point of like having them have a moment together as like a class yeah and they went and they had a nice like a little sort of like a nice little hug i got you know at one point he hands me a bottle of champagne he's like i'm like i just started sipping on it he's like that's what i want to see i want to see that that's you know <laughs> and uh it was you know you don't i last time i saw Aubrey was probably like two years ago it was at a premiere for something for uh this web series that he produced and you know we saw each other for like five minutes the man's a corporation right the man has like 
200 people he's worked that work for him and basically that was it's that was even like the sign when he had to go record that track the first night where they were it was like people telling him you have to get back in the studio now so like he has when you think about drake having handlers it's kind of weird but he's got people that are like in a sense that he hired to keep him in check yeah right and so he's got like there's a there's a business factor there that you know even his closest friends i think sometimes it find it very hard to get in touch with him you know so I, I know some of the kids had not talked to him in 10 years. Some of the kids had maybe talked to him. I call them kids, but they're in their 30s. Yeah. Uh, might have talked to them like uh, maybe a year ago or, or six months ago. I mean, every once in a while, he comments on one of my Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And that's basically like our relationship. You know? But that's really, yeah, well, when you have uh, friends that are famous, you know, or or relatively famous or or even, you know, you, I, I don't bother my famous friends because I just assume they're busy all the I time. Totally do. I totally Absolutely. And it's it's like, I mean, he's not even famous. Like when I was getting to do my stuff with like Kevin Smith. Yeah. Like Kevin Smith is famous. Yes. Right. And I've known Kevin for a while now. And so I'm still in awe of, everyone, of being when I get to hang out with him and stuff. Like he's just he's just awesome. But he's he's famous. But Drake is Drake's another level. Drake is Drake oh. is on a level where it's like people, you know, in small little countries around the world know who the hell he is. And that's it's like he's Oprah famous in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Well, music just transcends far more and faster yeah. than I think um, cinema or acting because everywhere has their own acting and you bet, yeah. has their own music, too. But, uh, you know, it's just like a worldwide artist is a worldwide artist. Yeah. And uh you know, it must be nice, but we're not, but that's, uh, we're talking to grassy. We're talking. Let me just say though. Also though, I invited Michelle to come with me to the shoot yes. and we talked to the publicist and he's like, yeah, of course Michelle can come and cause he loves her also. And, and at the last minute, Michelle had some girlfriends over and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to, we're going to chill here. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, you know, it's going to be like a reunion and I don't want to get in the way. I was like, it was actually very cool of her to do because she, I think she kind of knew that it would be one of these things that she'd be like having to watch at the monitors. She'd meet, you know, Drake for a second. I didn't want to interfere either. Like it was like very much like a family reunion type vibe for him. And I didn't want to be like the hanger on. I just wanted to let him go and have fun with his friends and they hadn't seen in like some of them like a decade, you know. Yeah. So I just wanted to go and let him do that, and like I had to dance with some strippers like also. I didn't care about that. I you didn't, didn't care that I was dancing with strippers. No. I don't <laughs> care about you. I oh my god! <laughs> strippers don't. They don't care about anyone. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to go, let him go, do his thing, and like I'm sure there'll be other opportunities to meet Drake in the future, you know, that aren't in that environment. And it was, it was work. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now today's episode uh, in talking <laughs> wrestling, Degrassi was a nice run into it because uh, we're talking television, and what we're going to talk about today is Glow season two, and that's why I brought these two on because they uh, they enjoy uh, well st- uh, because well yeah. Stefan's a director and an actor, so he uh, he's smart, and <laughs> Michelle uh, you know is my old roommate, and she's so I'm not so smart. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, Michelle's plenty smart. Michelle uh, came into a revelation. I think last year when she was up for top comic last time she was on and she was trying to win this competition where she went $25,000 and she didn't win. But what she did win that night was that she realized that even without the $25,000, she is one of Canada's top comics. She absolutely is. Say? Yeah, I just wish Canada would realize that. So you did come out. So even without winning, you did come out a winner that night. Yeah, and that's a good and that's a good thing. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think her show like also totally developed because of how much pressure she put herself on 
just to work mm-hmm. those that seven minutes or whatever the hell you get on uh, Top Comic. Yeah. yeah. You know, I saw her come up with stuff that was like, where is this coming from? She's like, I got to try some new stuff. I got to try new stuff. So she came up with like great new material because yeah. of it also. And it was great, you know, and, uh, and, and a contest there a lot of pressure. I also had a contest similar at, at that time. Uh, for ten thousand dollars, maybe not as important, but I get it. Yeah. Easy one. Well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> so I was a dinner for lending you the car. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> it's, ah. the dinner is coming uh, this month. Residuals. Okay. okay. Uh, but now uh, let's start talking in wrestling. We're going to talk about Glow Two, season two of Glow. Okay. First of all, season two of Glow, I liked it way better than the first. So we went back and we re- re- rewatched the first before we watched the second because it had just been like so long. Glow. Glow. Um, glow glow <laughs> I don't want to say I didn't like the first season I liked it better the second time around but there was so much hype about glow when it first came out and to me it didn't live up to all the hype that I was hearing so I was kind of hesitant to even go into the second season but then I went back and I watched the first and when it got to the second season, I was so into it. Well, you know what? We it, binged it. it. Because it also takes the whole first season, you're waiting to get to the show, Yeah, right? you're waiting to get to the show and Like, you it's don't. all them yeah. learning how to wrestle and, yes. and see if they can even do and this me, and being torn I apart. the first season, there was just too much of Mark Maron and not enough of the ladies. And, and I this is Mark Maron. This Sam, is, his character Sam, it's so good. This, but there was yes. just too much of him and not enough of the ladies. And I was like, I wanted to watch a female wrestling show, not a Mark Maron finding himself show. Well... You know? And that kind of, like, irked me. But then... I, I wanted to watch a Mark Maron finding himself show. I get it, but that's what his show is. That's what Maron is. Yeah. Maron is. Yeah. So, but by the time second season rolled around, like he was more interloped with the women in the show. So that kind of made more sense. And it wasn't kind of like he had his separate life and they had their separate life. So that character kind of worked a lot more. Yeah. No, they all love each other in the end. There's a, like they find each other's, the whole first season is about respecting each other, yeah. you know, and like actually going like, oh my God, these women are like worth something to, we're going to do some art I together. I thought the second season started off a lot more fun and lighthearted because they filmed the opening sequence of the show. Yes. Ruth, Alison Brie's character, she takes them all like in secret and she's like, we're going to film the opening sequence and they go to the mall and they do that. That had like the old, whole like cheesy old school sitcom feel to me of like, mm-hmm. the show. And that was like, got me like hooked on it like right away now i have a question casey because yes. i've never seen the real uh gorgeous ladies, gorgeous of, ladies wrestling. of wrestling i've never seen it yeah like and i, I like I, you told me about the show i think before it came out and said the show's gonna be amazing and yeah and i like Marin a the lot he's good yeah and allison brie i think is awesome and all the women are awesome it's like and there, there's some characters but that i would not based on actual like it's loosely, no no no, no. Like yeah but it's so loosely real people but loosely based but on things characters. like the the like they, when they make the title sequence is that what glow was. Like really, that's what it was. That's it was, was that like, level. Glow was like was not only a wrestling show, but it was a sketch comedy show as so well. They did that. They did these little they sketches, sketches in between, like they did. And what time slot was on? Well, the I original like because um, in the show they start off on a good time slot, and then the guy gets mad, and they put them at like the. Yeah, I think it was all through. Um, maybe they were on ESPN, or maybe they were or they were syndicated, or whatever. Whoever had it, like. You know, I don't actually remember. I, I just like remember C H C H here or something like that. Well, I used to. There used to be glow. You could watch rent the videos from from the video stores back in the day. And right. did the original the, only have one season. No, there are three seasons. Okay, that's why the three seasons make sense for this because, as I tried to explain when Allison Dore from uh, Sirius XM came on to review the first season, she had the same problems, and I was like. 
but this is only the first season. Mm-hmm. Mark I Marin, really appreciated like, that like, first you season. To, you have to, in order, in order to, but in order to get through, like, first of all, like, you can't have Glow without the Mark Marin character or without his side, the sidekick, the guy that put the money behind it. But I said, like, oh, I love that guy. You know, but they really, they focused on less, like, less stories. Like, they focused on um, the fight to get the show made. The fight to get yeah. the show made. The the girl that had the wrestling family that was doing it in secret. Yeah. Yeah. She's my favorite character. Mine is right. She's so good. I want to know more about her. Well, I that's the thing is by Brittany Young, but I don't I haven't looked into her. But that's the um, thing is like I was like you have to let the show develop so and then in the second season you will get to know the characters and they'll be more developed. The thing yeah. I like is like maybe because I do know like I'm not I don't know as much about wrestling as you know, but with the other she's like no you can't steal the moves. And I'm like just steal the moves. Like she steals moves from her brother and the partners. Yeah. And they're like, what are you talking... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the other girls like, yeah, just do it. It's not a big deal. Like, and I thought that was so funny because of course it's going to be a huge deal. You can't just take wrestling moves. How you can't just take jokes. Yeah. And a lot of people wouldn't understand why that would be such a big deal. Yeah. Especially if you're like, you know, if, if someone's super, super famous for it. Like there are wrestlers that in Toronto a few weeks back in a Monday Night Raw... Uh, Kevin Owens did a Stone Cold Stunner in the middle of the ring, and yeah. everybody just went. Now, a lot of like in the indies, you'll see a lot of people doing a lot of the moves that everybody does in the big leagues. Right, but the big leagues, you're trying to develop your own finisher, yeah. or or at least take a finisher that's been done and and put your own twist or your own like. There are only so many moves in wrestling. They, sure, a lot of moves have to be like everybody just body slams. But if you get, if you truly invent a yeah. move, you know, like the Tombstone Pile Driver wasn't invented by the Undertaker. The storyline. It was invented me, by Don Morocco. Oh, I didn't what are you saying? Anyways. The storyline to me that I thought was kind of unnecessary was the one that Justine was um, Sam's daughter. So the whole thing was that she tried to audition for the whole wrestling thing was to just get close to her dad. Well, what I didn't like is that I her character that sort of dipped off after she you dipped find off out after yeah. you find out she's her daughter. She was no longer part of Glow. She turned out she's a teenager. She had to go to school. She had to live with her dad. I just thought that was a necessary storyline. I don't know what your opinion was on that. Well, I I, I just didn't think it was necessary. Yeah, it's like it's like you know. I liked her better when she was just like an obsessed fan who no, was trying I, to become a wrestler. But you needed you needed that storyline because Mark Maron had needed another distraction at yeah. some point. So maybe uh, so Ruth could come in. Adult. Yeah, so you know? Ruth could come in and take over this what she does. You yeah. know what I mean? Where she maybe my, I think my main thing with with her, her daughter with the daughter. First of all, I loved her punk rock character, mm-hmm. and I was like upset that we didn't get to see that anymore. And it, it did feel like it was sort of just dropped off. And now that she's the daughter, he has to deal with it. But that was a character that I feel like sort of also didn't get developed enough in season two. Yeah. I, I will say my favorite character, though, so far is, um, is it Sheila the Wolf woman? Sheila the Wolf. Sheila the Wolf. Yes. Who is far more likable in the second season than she was in the first. Because we didn't know who she was. Like, we thought she was like a crazy person. But now she is. Obviously, mental issues. But and this is the season you know where what? we see how she has to like put on the teeth, how she has to put on like the wig. But she doesn't want anyone to see her out of that. And like it's what? not just like a wrestling thing. It's like she obviously has mental health issues. She identifies herself with being a wolf. She yes. identifies as a wolf woman. Yes, she does identify as a wolf woman. As a werewolf. As no, a werewolf? not as a werewolf. No. She, doesn't, she doesn't identify as a werewolf. She <laughs> identifies uh, like as as part of a wolf pack. Okay, and the wolf pack is one of the greatest groups in wrestling. The wolf pack. Is Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan, Wolfpack. Michelle, you peanut on your face. I like having peanut on my face. 
What I didn't like about the second season was there were a lot less wrestlers. Oh, there were, there were uh, so many wrestlers in the first season, and there were hardly any wrestlers in the second season. There was no Johnny Mundo, Johnny Morrison. There was no because I feel like they didn't need it this season because this season is when it came into its own, and I feel like the fans that were um, that they had this season weren't people that tuned in just because it was a wrestling show. They were people that tuned in because it was actually a good quality show, so they didn't necessarily need it because... Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, so I don't think that it was necessarily needed to have all those cameos for season two, whereas season one, they needed to get people. So they're like, okay, we can get the wrestling fans if we have wrestlers on this show. Yeah, They didn't need it for season two. You know what I kept on looking for was cameos from original women of GLOW, and I kept on going, like, who is like... Am I missing something? Or Because you got to figure that they would have a cameo from one of the original women it was also really i would think funny. in the third season maybe they should put ivory who is in the wwe hall of fame oh yeah she was started she in, yeah she started in glow it was also really funny that cherry bang got that spot that that tv show and remember she left to go do the cop show but then yeah. like the horrible actress yes so she had to come back yeah that was really funny so she got replaced by like the other junk chain girl yolanda yolanda i think her name was the spanish girl yeah, 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 yeah and she the the stripper the stripper yeah yes. yeah yeah but Cherry Bang was it was really funny to watch that when she got had to go do the cop show and was like really bad actress. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. I that was a really good storyline. I'm glad that she came back because I, I liked her character in the first season. Me too. Yeah. I was really worried that she wasn't gonna come back. Uh, was, yeah, well, you know, who knows? She's not no, she came, she did she come did back. She did come back. She's not like the Buffalo Bills. Cornerback uh, that uh, retires at halftime. Half-time, half-time, yeah. Oh come on! If you don't <laughs> want to do it, you don't want to do it. That's bullshit. You got to tell the rest of your team, though. Yeah, you just don't quit. I do like the names of some of the episodes. Like uh, the last episode is called uh, "Every Potato Has a Receipt." Now, what that means is uh, when someone throws a punch at someone uh, and they actually hit them by mistake, it's a receipt. It's called a potato. Oh, so if you give somebody a potato. Well, they owe you a receipt, a payback. So that's so they hit you in the face back. That's called a receipt. Okay. Some people will hold on to receipts. They won't give you that in in the match. They'll be like, "No, I got a receipt with your name on it, and I'm gonna hold it for another time." That's amazing. So where I, you know, it's like I owe you one punch to the face because yeah. you gave it to me. So um, I like the name of that. Work the leg is great because many. Uh, many wrestling sh- like wrestling matches is are about st- it's all about storytelling so you know you pick a, a limb and you work that limb the whole match it's like oh my god he's taking away his leg from how you know he's a one-legged man trying to right 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 you know, have a fun- you know it, it, it's just the idea of all that stuff um who's your favorite character on the show uh wrestling wise i mean the um as far as the, the women go wrestling wise like who 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 sold it the best well yeah yeah oh, 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 yeah well only one of the women in the, and out of all the women there is an actual wrestler out of all those women really the welfare queen is uh Ta- tammy is that her name the welfare tammy? queen oh she used to be she used to be a wrestler tammy? yeah she's a, she her name was awesome kong and karma in the wwe oh my god i love her yeah she's she fantastic. really came into her own this season with that storyline with her son finding out yeah. about her son yeah um and, and where just she doesn't like, want to like him to see her as the welfare queen yeah because that's when they make the other people go as the the old ladies they make them go the KKK, KKK, KKK yeah. so they can be the heroes <laughs> that i thought was really funny i like how they stole the beirut girl she doesn't want she doesn't want to be the terrorist <laughs> yeah. that's right and she just so because, bad for that girl and they and, and they're like i'm gonna i'm gonna be the terrorist but then i'm gonna have a changeover i'm gonna, I'm gonna be the phoenix they, they the phoenix rises and then they take their the storyline yeah and then they're like well we didn't want to be old ladies forever it was yeah. like you know, yeah. you know, it was wrecking our, uh, our libidos or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
So I thought that was very funny. And she's like, oh, that was then, so mean. And then when the Spanish girl comes in, she's like, well, I want to have a good character. And she's like, you can have the terrorist. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you can have my character. You can have the terrorist. She yeah. so did not want to be. Because people were like spitting at her and throwing stuff. Yeah, at her. it's awful. Like, it it's awful. awful. Yeah, but if you're if you're a real bad guy wrestler. You yeah. But, but, that's, but that's not that's, true. No, that's no, no, old, I, I strike that. Strike that. Because that's not necessarily true. There's but a different school 80s wrestling, though, right? With like the Iron Sheik and everything. Like Everything is a little bit of a stereotype. I think yeah. Matt, um, Carmen is my favorite. Machu Picchu. Yes. She's my favorite. Did she have... Uh, oh, yeah. And what about her love affair with Basham? Did she have a crush on the guy who funds the whole oh, show? Oh, yeah. There was a weird sort of like love affair going on. But he, well, he had to say that he was... He said with, they were together so her dad... Yeah. Her dad didn't believe it. But that was so her dad... Would let them... Would let them yeah. wrestle. Yeah, yeah. And that was very so. The next season, the way the next season goes, I don't they're going know to, how the next season's going to go. Well, they're going to they go to Vegas. They go to Vegas. It's not a TV show, but does that mean that the TV show's done, or are they going to do so well in Vegas that they're going to? No, they just filmed. I think they'll film it for. I think in the way it goes, it goes into syndication. They just film it, they fund it, and they sell it. So is it going to be the last season? Yes, because it, it, it didn't after the after the third year in Vegas. Then this the show sees they look at. But what if the show's a big hit? I mean, you can only go. Well, what are we going to do? We're going to do a lost. We're just going to start writing past the reality and just make it all more fake. Like, well, they, cause, yeah, because Patio Town, they lost Patio Town as a response. Patio Town. What was it? Somewhere I read a good quote. It was like, uh, in Russia, like, I love how um, she's just doing uh, Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah. That's all, that's all yeah. that Ruth does. Yeah. It's like, in Mother Russia. Yeah. They don't have glow. It's blow. Bulgarian ladies of wrestling. Which is <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. Did they all live at a hotel in, in the real world? I do believe that's yeah. true. They all lived in a hotel, which would have been a lot of fun. Oh, it's just, look at that. No, it would be a disaster. I would hate that. What? You wouldn't like that? Being like sorority? Michelle no, doesn't like living in hotels. Roommate. Michelle doesn't like living in hotels with other comics. I think she's relating right away that she you would come I don't even take comedy condos. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll get my own place. <laughs> it's totally true. Yeah, so the third season, it looks like they're going to Vegas, and they will be uh, taking it up there. They know they were two Emmy. I think they got nominated for two Emmys. They got nominated for best comedy series. Didn't win. Um, and, and then Debbie, e- the lady who plays Debbie Egan, I forget her name. Do you know her name? I can't remember her name. <sighs> She's fantastic Debbie, though. Well, uh, Betty Gilpin. Yeah, Liberty Betty Gilpin. Bell. Um, Liberty Bell, Debbie Egan. She got nominated. She Did anyone, do you think win. anyone got ripped off for not getting nominated for it? I'm like, going to say no. I I mean, I think they're all great, but the nominations this year at the Emmys were pretty good. Yeah. And and she was the standout, if you ask me also, as far as performance wise, like she, her character has the biggest arc to go through, she what, she's going, what she's going on with, uh, with her at home and how she takes into the uh, arena. I, it's like by far the most interesting character to me. Um, But I haven't seen... M- M- uh, the series that won Mrs. Maisel, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. No I haven't seen that, but I, no. to be honest, I wanted Barry to win. So, oh, Barry's awesome. I'm not heartbroken that Glow didn't win. I do love Glow, but I wanted Barry to win. Well, that's all right. Glow had, had won some uh, from won some Emmys last year. They won uh, Outstanding Production Design, for, or no, that this they won this Emmy this year. No, oh. Outstanding Production. It was not on the broadcast last night, but uh, Outstanding Production Design for a narrative program. They won that. 
They want outstanding stunt coordination for a comedy series or a variety program. Because they do pretty much their own stuff, right? Like they how do, much they like, do all their own wrestling. Stuff. Do they really? Yeah. That's why. That's why. Yeah. That's a, and that's why you know it's like it's important to show them actually learning how to wrestle yeah. as well. Because if they're going to do all their own stunts, they're going to do all their own wrestling. Because there's a couple moves in there. There, I was like, this looks a little dangerous. And it's like you, you know, I was like, are they? Are they? You know. CGIing the actor's face on, or it's like no, just, you know, they don't have that I budget. I do like, I feel like I kind of related to like how, because I was thinking about it, like how Ruth, how she starts off as like an actress and she just can't get booked in anything. And then they're like, well, we have this one thing that they're looking for like yeah. unique people. I was like, I wonder if I would do that. Like, because I've never booked anything and I audition like a thousand times a week. I wonder if they're like, all right, you're never going to book anything. Go to this gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I wonder if I'd be like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, the uh, outstanding comedy series, I go, it did not win last night. It did not win supporting actress That's in comedy the series. The People's Choice Awards. What is that? The people, no, no, these ones are primetime Emmys. No, it's not. It's, you're reading the People's Choice Awards. No, look at how the squares work out. Look. People's Choice Awards. Yes. Emmy starts there. No, Emmy's... That's People's no, Choice Emmys, Awards. Emmys, they're blocks, Michelle. No, it's not. That's the People's Choice. This is the Emmys. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. What, yeah. And this is alone. all pending because it's all... That's People's Choice to hear. So they haven't happened yet. No, so that's not Emmys. People's Choice. Yes, it is. No. Don't, yes, it is. Are you okay, sh- we're having okay. an argument about how the Wikipedia page is set up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Regardless. It, regardless. <laughs> you stop repeating the me. The pending ones are people's choice. <laughs> now, um, SummerSlam is uh, coming to a town next year. Are you excited for that? What town? Toronto. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we going? Well, I'm going. Um, SummerSlam, will, there'll, be, there'll be NXT, SummerSlam, Raw, and... That's a lot. Smackdown. That's and a lot. A fan access. As I feel well. like I need to go. I feel like that's a lot. I've I don't never know been. If you could handle it. I've never been to a wrestling match before. I don't know if you could handle it. I was just in a room with Triple H a little while ago when I was at Fan Expo. So like, how was that? What was that like? I, he was. I, I did. I said nothing to him. Yes, but, but have you ever been in an elevator with Ryback? <laughs> no, but Michelle was. And then doesn't he follow you on Twitter now? No, but he liked my tweet. Oh, he liked your tweet. And then he said to her, "Tweet me more." <laughs> that's that's his catchphrase. Tweet we saw, me more. We saw Sting signing. Uh, we know we talked about this in the podcast. Oh, we last did. Time. Okay, I ran out of wrestling yeah. stories. Well, well, but Hunter stories. was like, he was like a coach, was he not? Like he's like, all right, let's uh, go out there have a good day. I'm real short. That's right. How short is he? He's not a hunter, did you find Triple him? Triple H. Short? Well, Triple H. He is actually really short. That was I didn't want to be rude, but I was like really surprised because like on uh, you know I have seen him on screen. Yeah. Where I'm like the guy's a monster, right? He's just huge. But he was first of all he was in a three piece suit. He was like really put together and business Triple H. whole business Triple H. And I was like at first I was like I know Triple H is going to be here. That guy looks like Triple H, but he's a lot shorter than I thought he would be. And then but he holds himself yeah like a superhero, you know. I watched the panel. I watched the panel that they put on. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I watched. All the panels are up on YouTube for right. Comic-Con, so you can watch them all afterwards. Right. And it was a pretty good panel. So yeah, I mean, they were you know the fans are waiting for him and they're screaming things. I have no idea what like I guess he has a bunch of sayings or something like that that like they were just screaming at him. Suck it. You know, you probably the, the that was probably of one of those. So out of Glow, um, did you have a favorite episode of the uh, of the last season? Oh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I obviously like the one where they filmed the opening sequence. I think that was the first one. Um, and the final episode was good when she like wrote in on like the zip line and with the cast on her leg. Yeah. I, I did like the episode where Welfare Queen goes to visit her, her son at Oh, uh, I like that too. Welfare Queen's yeah. pretty cool. 
Yeah, because at first, like, you don't call my mom the welfare queen. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, and then yeah. she has to admit she's being a wrestler because, you know, there's a stigma to sure. being a wrestler. Is there not still a stigma to being there a wrestler? No, I don't think there's a stigma to being there, a wrestler anymore. You think? There, there are plenty. There okay, plenty there's a stigma. stigma to being a non famous wrestler. If you're famous, I think it's okay. Well, here's the thing: is like people still will be like wrestling mm, that fake thing. You know, they don't think you're real. But the more people that break through, like the more successful Dwayne the Rock Johnson is, the sure. more you know respect. Maybe I'm but more inclined to go to a wrestling match now in life than I would have been 20 years ago. And I, I think that I, but and I do have a better respect. For, I'm, 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 I realize how seriously it's taken. Yeah, by the actual wrestlers by how without those performances are pretty outrageous sometimes and there's some pretty wicked acting at the same time and i would go now because i'm way more curious about it now because it has become such a different animal right yeah it's such it's such a monster and it's like but and i also because i did see some wrestling down the street there was an ossington street festival and they had some wrestling on the street they actually oh, that's awesome yeah and i was like i was really impressed and that was pretty probably probably fairly low level but some incredible moves being done there so well the thing is it's like there's there's you know, there's a movement right now in wrestling. There's wrestling and then there's sports entertainment. And that's why the WWE is sports entertainment because they don't want that stigma of we're wrestling. They're, we're, they're like, we're bigger than wrestling. We're a production company. We make movies and we put smiles on people's faces. Right. And this is what they're focused, focused on. Whereas, uh, you know, a- any city that has indie wrestling, it's not sports entertainment. Yeah. Well, it is to an extent, but it is 100% wrestling. Right. Right. So, um, and, uh, and that, and that, and that is a good thing. Um, now with that said, we're winding down this episode and, uh, what's going on there, Michelle, when can we find you? Where can we find you Nowhere. on the internet, on the Twitter, on the internet? I'm at Michelle's funny. M I C H E L L E S funny. Do you have any uh, tour dates coming up? Anything, anything you want to plug? No, no, nothing. No, Exciting. I mean, in December. Well, where are you? I don't know when this is airing. In December. This week. Okay. Well, I don't know. No, just follow me online and you'll see where I am. All right. And Stefan, where can we find you online? Uh, I guess at uh, Stefan Brogren. <laughs> at Stefan Brogren on Twitter, me and you'll find him. Yeah, my, yeah, my Instagram's out there also, and I've got a couple things lined up I can't talk about yet. So that's all right. Like, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> Can't talk about him. Can't talk about him. Big things. Big, big things. things. Can't That's talk a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was in a Drake video. Yeah. And, and guess what? He couldn't talk about that either. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's yeah, right. I couldn't talk about it either. I did not right. tell Casey. Should, should, not. should we tell them um, the embarrassing story that happened to me when you guys invited me to your Degrassi VIP thing? Oh, and you were like, don't get hard, don't get hard, don't get hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> that was the worst. Wait, that, you know, it was so so. For those of you who don't know, um, Spinner from DeGrassi. Was, oh wait, I was there for that. Was I, in, now I remember. Was in yeah. a roommate. Was in a roommate. <laughs> was in was in a movie with my roommate, where my roommate had to uh, rape him uh, in the movie. And the direction. Dog pounds. And the direction. The director was giving him directions like more anger. And he was more, like, just think of like you know something in your life that will like help you like in this moment or something like that. Yeah. Jeff talks to, about it on stage. It's yeah. a very funny stand up comic, Jeff McHenry. Yes, and he and he so he's trying to think of something to give him direction to give him in that moment as he's uh, raping the Degrassi star spinner in the movie. And and his whole thing is like the only thing he could think of was uh, don't get hard. Don't get hard. And um so I'm telling him this story but as then, we're posing for a picture. As everybody's posing for pictures and he's one person over because 
um, Craig, well, Craig, I just know that Craig Epstein, Craig Epstein yeah. was in between us, so I had to be a little more louder. And uh, Cassie Steele was in front of me. <laughs> And as so I'm behind her, and I was saying, and then he's like, don't get hard, don't get hard. And she's like, uh, I'm going to move down over there. And, and she was, was, uh, she's like, no, 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 I'm just, I, I, like, I, that, we can't see you, so we got to open up the, the It thing. was probably the most, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. I was so, like, humiliated and embarrassed. <laughs> and then there's a moral of the story is, don't tell other people's jokes. <laughs> Maybe I should. Well, the story is don't get hard. Don't, don't get, get hard. hard. Don't get hard. Don't get hard. Don't get hard. I know. Oh, my God. So that was ridiculous. Um, but with that said, uh, we have pretty much come to another end of uh, talking wrestling. Talking uh, wrestling. Uh, there was talking wrestling. Some, some wrestling talk done today. Some glow. Some Degrassi. Glow. Glow. That's wait, our name. Wait. Have you ever seen... Um, the, the rap battle between the WWE Divas versus Glow? No. Pull that up on okay. YouTube. We're gonna go. We're gonna go out on that. We're gonna go out on it, and it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Here we go. Oops. Sorry. I don't know. I messed it up there. Put it right there. Let me hear it. Can I trouble you for a beat uh, to accompany some perhaps rapping music? Of course. My good man. My good man. Yo, Glow versus Pro. Oh, this is a no-brainer. Got some actual talent versus some personal trainers. We're not real wrestlers. We just play them on TV, which is sad because we could totally pin you four with ease. You two act like athletes. Come on, let's be real. Venus and Serena don't have a reality show deal. And I challenge anyone to sit through Total Divas. Too bad only one of you could freeload off John Cena. Oh, that was good. That was good. God. Uh, Joshua, can you give me a beat? Oh, Jack, you're wacky chopping drawn in your rap. But girl, you can never get a man like that. I've worked 11 years to get what I got. You're only on Netflix when there's nothing else to watch. Can they cast stronger women? That's what I'm requesting. It wouldn't be believable if you're thumb wrestling. You're messing with superstars. I thought you should know that we shine bright and you barely glow. That's so mean. Now this is she's actually a British pop star. Is she? You yeah. think you're real athletes, which is bad. Because the Chasm Warriors don't rehearse their matches. Tonight you spot against some actual stars. We face the Bella Twins and whoever you two are. Wait, <laughs> you tell me I don't really care. I'm better than you both, so I guess I'm Charlotte Blair. If you thought you'd have a chance to pin me, you are mistaken. Just like you say you're fighting when really you're faking. Now, it's Alicia Fox here. Alicia Fox. <laughs> Every week, you're basically waitresses. Congrats! You have the best show on Netflix if we lived in a world where Stranger Things didn't exist. So, where's the big cheese? Could you tell me, Sunita? We wanted Allison Brie. You're just some Velveeta. You think you can pin us? Okay, try and do it. I'll only submit if you make me listen to Kate's music. Get it? Cause your music sucks! Oh my god. She listens to my music every night. My man Josh. There's your girl. Are you ladies really making fun of our looks? Carmella, what's your style? Allergic to books? <laughs> I don't understand. I am your boss. Call me Vince McMahon. Henry Bella, how you gonna make 
Russian boat show. Cute that you rely on hair extensions and waxing, but it takes more than that to make a living by acting. Fire! 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 All right, Joshua. Get it, Hit my beat. Let's go, the best superstars alive when it comes to glow you're not even top five i put my body through hell and i still never fold you complain when your latte's a little too cold i could take on you divas if i'm given the chance we wear title belts you wear belts for your pants we're the woman's revolution you're a bunch of clowns it might not be tuesday night but this was the real smack down <laughs> That seems like a good place to okay, end it. That was good. That was good. That was who won. The glow ladies. I think. I think the glow ladies. I think the glow ladies for sure. Yeah, yeah they did take it. Okay. And with that said, folks, thank you for joining us on Talking Wrestling and letting us put a headlock in your ears. Uh, we'll hear. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again next week. We'll see you nice. later. Peace. Peace. Never sleeps network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.